Basil Rathbone and Nigel Bruce in the new adventures of Sherlock Holmes. The Petri family, the family that took time to bring you good wine, invite you to listen to Dr. Watson tell us another exciting adventure he shared with his old friend, that master detective, Sherlock Holmes. And now I'm sure our good friend Dr. Watson's waiting for us, so let's go in and join him. Doctor, I can see you're going to have yourself quite a Christmas. Big tree in the corner with colored lights on it. Where'd you get those? Table covered with presents? You must be mighty popular. Oh, they aren't all for me, my boy. You see, I'm having a Christmas party tomorrow for my housekeeper's little nieces. Oh. I'm going to dress up as Santa Claus for them. <laughs> I'm sure you look very convincing in the part. Uh, by the way, Doctor, I brought you a little present. Ooh. Here it is. I hope you like it. Oh, it's kind of Mr. Bartella. I got one for you, too, but uh, you uh, you mustn't open it until tomorrow. Here you are, my boy. Thanks a lot, Doctor. And now, um, how's about tonight's story? Last week you told us you'd chosen an adventure with a lot of Christmassy atmosphere. Yes, Mr. Bartell. My story begins on another Christmas Eve many, many years ago, to be exact, in 1886. At the time the adventure occurred, I must confess I didn't quite understand what was going on myself. In fact, I never did make head or tail of it until Holmes took pity on me later and explained the whole thing. But I shan't try to confuse you, Mr. Bartell. I'll, I'll tell you the story exactly as it happened. Right you are, Doctor. Let's go. Very well. On that Christmas Eve in 86, I was standing in our Baker Street rooms, dressed in the costume of Santa Claus. Holmes, his long, thin fingers pressed together, lay back in an armchair and gazed at me quizzically while our housekeeper, Mrs. Hudson, stood by the door and... Uh... Dr. Watson, you make a grand Santa Claus. <laughs> Doesn't he, Mrs. Hudson? Have <laughs> the beard on, old chap. Oh, I'm afraid this is uncomfortable. Uh, how, how, how does it look? Oh, you look just like the old man of the Christmas cards, Doctor. <laughs> yes, Watson. It really becomes you. The cheery twinkle of the eyes, the ruddy complexion, and the... Uh... The appropriate girth. Well, a shame we can't obtain some snow and a sleigh and reindeer for you. However, I'm sure Mrs. Hudson's nieces will be very much impressed. Ah, uh, they will that, sir. And it's very kind of you, Doctor, to offer to come over to their house with me. With her father in the hospital and my sister at his bedside, it would have been a very miserable Christmas without me. I should enjoy myself, but I think I'll take this beer off until we get there. Ah, that's it. Uh, you ready to leave, Mr. Hudson? I am, sir. Will I get a cab? Uh, how far do we have to go? Oh, Lexington Gardens, number 28. It's just off the Edgeway Road, it's Doctor. It's not far, but uh, bearing in mind my costume, I suppose we'd better take a cab. Aye, sir. I'll get one. Holmes, what are you going to do with yourself? I hate leaving you alone on Christmas Eve. Oh, don't worry, old chap. I shall spend a profitable evening writing on my new monograph. What's this one about? An analysis of teeth marks on pipe stems, with particular regard to indicated character. Gracious me, how exciting. Well, 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 I'll be going. Uh, don't forget your sack of presents, Watson. Oh, God, no. Uh, and when you come to distribute them, 
you will find that I took the liberty of adding a few trinkets on my own behalf. That's very thoughtful of you, Holmes. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Holmes, but there's a gentleman to see you. Says he's an old friend of yours. Here's his card, sir. Oh, thank you, Mrs. Hudson. Why, it, it's Lord Whittacombe. Splendid. Ask him to come up, please, Mrs. Hudson. All right, sir. And I hope your party is a great success, Mrs. Hudson. Uh, thank you, sir. Are you sure you don't want me to stay now that you have a visitor? Oh, no, 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 indeed, no, Mrs. Hudson. I can show the gentleman out myself. You go off and have a good time. Thank you, sir. I wonder what Lord Willicombe wants. Perhaps uh, I should stay Oh, certainly give... not, old chap. Huh? We have far more important work to do. Mm. Willicombe probably wants his revenge at tri- chess or, uh, oh, something equally innocuous. Off with you, my dear fellow, and enjoy yourself. Oh, I suppose I'd better go. Just to say, my, I wish you were coming with me. I'll, uh, I'll see you later. I shall be there. Come on up, Whittacombe. Hello, Holmes. <laughs> Evening, Watson. You make a very convincing Santa Claus. <laughs> Are you leaving? I'm afraid so, Whittacombe. Well, then, good night. Good night, good night, good night. Uh, how are you, Holmes? All alone on Christmas Eve, yeah. eh? Yes, Whittacombe. I'm glad you came over to see me. <sighs> What's it to be? An evening of chess, or have you, uh, unearthed some recent treasure of medieval pottery that we can discuss. Neither, Holmes. I'll come to you in your professional capacity. I need help. Oh, oh, oh now, come, Whittacombe. Don't tell me that after all these years of quiet friendship, you're going to become a client. Well, I'm afraid so, Holmes. Though I doubt if my problem will interest you very much. It's hardly up to your uh, rather colorful standards. Uh, here for a cigar. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. And now, my dear... My dear Whittacombe, what's your trouble? Well, I decided this year to have a little Christmas party at my townhouse. I'm quite comfortably off, as you know, and it occurred to me that I have several relatives and friends who are not as well off. I'm having a party for them tonight, Holmes, and I hoped you'd attend it, disguised as Santa Claus. Oh, dear me. I've adopted many disguises in my time, but Father Christmas has never been one of them. Why do you want me to attend your party in disguise? In any case, you ashamed of your, your friendship with a private detective? Oh, do you consider my features more acceptable when buried beneath the depths of a snowy beard? Oh, my dear Holmes, do take me seriously. I'm not joking, I no, assure you. Of course you, you are, of course you are. You, uh, you want me to attend your party in disguise. Why? I'm giving some very valuable presents. Uh, diamond and onyx cufflinks, uh, platinum and ruby earrings and uh, such like. And uh, I've wrapped each of the presents in banknotes. Oh, dear me. Uh, uh, where are these presents now? Uh, in a sack, in the charge of my butler... I was going to dress up as Santa Claus and give them out myself. Until I got the warning letter. That's why I've come to you. Warning letter, eh? Yes. I received it by this evening's post. Uh, listen, uh, listen to this. Uh, my dear Lord Whittacombe, your generosity with Christmas presents borders on ostentation. We do not approve. Either we receive £5,000 in sovereigns at Post Restaurant Box 379 by 6 o'clock on Christmas Eve... Or, I'm afraid, your Christmas party will be conspicuous by its absence of presents. You see that note, Whittingham, will you? Yeah, here you are. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Plain paper, drawn from a penny notebook. The writing is obviously disguised. And... By George, yes. Whittingham, I accept the case. I'll come with you to your party at once. And furthermore, I shall follow your suggestion regarding a disguise. Dressed as Santa Claus... I shall be less likely to attract suspicion. I'm delighted, Holmes. But uh, what made you decide so suddenly? This uh, writing, my dear fellow. Though it's uh, a false hand, I'd know that characteristic M in my dear Whittacombe. 
I've seen it too often at the beginning of a signature. It's Moriarty. Moriarty? Who's he? Oh, one of the cleverest and most unscrupulous criminals in England. Whittigam, there's no time to be lost. It's, uh, let me see, 6.30 now. Half an hour beyond the deadline. Given you in this letter. And we must, um, we must go to your house at once. <laughs> This is as far as the cab can take us, Doctor. Well, here you are, Cabby. Here's five shillings for you and, and a Merry Christmas to you. Oh, bless you, Cabby. <laughs> and a Merry Christmas to you, too. Oh, you said you wanted to get into the house through the back way so that you could surprise the children. Yes, I thought I'd pretend to come down the kitchen chimney. Oh, you can get to the back of the house by going up the alley here. I'll go in the front door. Splendid. Which is the house, Miss Dutton? Number 28. It's the third one down the alley, Doctor. I'll have the back window open in no time, and you can slip in without any of the barren sea. Oh, very well. Oh, my little street, I must say. Uh, well, where's the, where's the music coming from? Oh, it's from that temple across the street, Doctor. The disciples of the Tagonal Square, they call themselves. Oh, what, what on earth do you suppose that means? Oh, some newfangled uh-huh. cult. Heathens, most likely. Hello, I'm not the only Santa Claus abroad tonight. <laughs> Look at that fellow across the street there. Oh, dress just like yourself, Doctor, and carrying a sack, too. Uh, he, he's running up the steps to the temple. Well, Scotty, he, he slipped on the ice. Oh. Oh, what his hurry was. Here, here, here. Uh, let me help you up, sir. Oh, oh now, you be careful, Doctor. Didn't trip up yourself. Yeah, so now, give me a hand. Uh, thank you, sir. <laughs> Silly of me, wasn't it? Oh, we Santa Clauses have to help each other, you know. Up you come. That's it. Oh, good gracious me. Oh, Doctor, mm. I told you to be careful. Now you've fallen too. Oh, it's this confounded red coat of mine. Pick me up. Oh, did you hurt yourself? Oh, I'm all right. Uh, uh, how about you, sir? Oh, I'm all right, thanks. It's silly of me to run, wasn't it? Uh, here's your sack, sir. Thank you. Good night, and uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, same to you, sir. Oh, he went into the temple. He must be a disciple of the octagonal square. Are you sure you know how to do it? No, 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 of course not. Thank you, Miss Hudson. Here, give me my sack, please. Thank you. Your sister's house is the third run down this alleyway, you say. Aye, and I'll hurry and do it in the back window. I'll be waiting for you, Mrs. Hudson. Mm, going to be rather fun. What a shame Holmes isn't with us. Oh, well, he's probably happier having a good game of chess with Lord Whittacombe. This is my house, Holmes, number 39. 39 Bronson Square, eh? Dear old Watson is just around the corner in Lexington Gardens and hasn't any idea that I've left Baker Street. Uh, uh, here you are, Cabby. Oh, thank you, sir. Hey, Merry Christmas, sir. Listen to that. Uh-huh. Carol singers. Yes, we'll probably have our fill of them before this evening's over. Good evening, my lord. Have the, have the guests arrived, Hargreave? Most of them, sir. They're in the library. 
You brought another Santa Claus with you, I see, my lord. Another Santa Claus? Uh, what do you mean? A gentleman arrived three quarters of an hour ago, sir, dressed as Santa Claus. I took him to your study, my lord, and showed him the sack of presents. Confound it! He's got here before us. Where is this study? This way. I hope I didn't do wrong, my lord. You told me that a gentleman dressed as Santa Claus would be coming here. Dear me, the gentleman appears to have gone. Yes, and the sack containing the presents with him. But he can't have left the house, my lord. I've been watching the front door. Yes, and while you were doing that, he stepped out through the window here. The catch is undone. Audrey, describe this man. I can't tell you much about his appearance, I'm afraid, sir. He was dressed as Santa Claus, just like yourself. But I did notice one thing about him, sir. Oh, what was that? He lisped, sir. It was quite pronounced. Of course. Lou the Lisper. Who on earth is Lou the Lisper? One of Moriarty's most trusted accomplices. Fortunately, though, I've had news of him lately through my underworld grapevine. You... you know where he lives? He's reputed to have some connections with a new cult that call themselves the Disciples of the Octagonal Square. Their headquarters are just round the corner from here. Then let's go there at once. Of course, I'm hungry. Yes, sir. Get a message to Scotland Yard as fast as you can. Ask for Inspector Lestrade. Tell him to join me at the Temple of the Octagonal Square in Lexington Gardens as soon as possible. Oh, the children are awful excited, Doctor. I told them we just came down the chimney. Oh, I'll sit the bed on and I'll, I'll go into them. Uh, uh. Will I announce you, Doctor? Yes, please, Doctor. All right, sir. Quiet. Uh, Santa Claus has come to see you, and he's brought you all presents. Uh, hello, children. Hello, Santa Claus. My name's Elsie. Did you bring me a present? Yes, I expect I did, Elsie. I'll look in my sack in a minute and... and what's what your this? name, young man? Herbert. They call me Bertie. Did you come down the chimney? Yes, Bertie. I bet you didn't have all the time doing it. You're so fine. Oh, don't be rude, Bertie. Your Santa Claus won't give me your presents. And what's your name, little man? Oh, you don't. I've got a cold. Yes, 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 yes. I see you have. Well, children, gather around me and, and I'll see what presents I have for you. Oh, the first present is for... Oh, this can't be right. It says, for her grace, the Dowager Duchess of Beaulieu. Do you suppose Mr. Holmes has been playing a practical joke on you, Doctor? I suppose so, though. I can't see the point, but he did say that he'd... Added a few trinkets of his own. I want my present. Then supposing you take this one, Elsa. Ooh, thank you. And this one is marked for Reverend Arthur Carter. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Holmes is, Holmes is up to. Here, here, here you are, Bertie. Ooh, and this is for you, Lionel, because you've been a good little boy. It's a very big, is it? I wanted a dog. You yes, wanted a dog. Well, uh, I'll bring you a dog next year, Lionel. Dr. Watson. Uh, yes, yes. Oh, that... Look at the wrapping on these presents, Doctor. They're 20-pound notes. Great Scott. Cool. Look what I got. Let me see. What? Cufflinks. Diamond and onyx ones, too, unless I'm not mistaken. I've got some pretty earrings. Look how they sparkle. Let me see. I'll see. Good gracious me. I swear these are peppermint rubies. And puzzles going on. Want my earring back. Give me back oh, yes. mine, too. Here you are. Dr. Watson, what do you suppose has happened? I don't know, Mrs. Hudson. Perhaps my toys are still at the bottom of the sack. I can't understand it. I wish Holmes were here instead of dozing in, in front of a fire in Baker Street. Oh. 
leaves any signs of having been lived in. I think our bird's been here, but I'm afraid he's flown. Wish Inspector Lestrade would get here. Strike a match, will you, Willicum? Yes, right. Ah, here's a candle on the table. Ah, just as I feared. Look on the bed. A red coat and a beard. Yes, Lou the Lisperus discarded his disguise and gone. And with him, I fear, your valuable presence. Yes, wait a minute. Here's a sack lying on the floor, perhaps. Oh, no, this isn't mine. Look what's in it. A toy dog, large box of chocolates, and, and a little girl's what doll. What thunder? Well, this is Watson's sack. But how on earth could Lou the Lisper have got hold of it? Somewhere, somehow, he and Watson must have made an accidental exchange. And Lou the Lisper is no doubt trying to track Watson down at this very moment. You must work fast, Whittingham, or my friend's life and those of Mrs. Hudson and our relatives won't be worth a tinker's dam. <laughs> Now, Doctor, you can't break off your story there. Oh, yes, I can, my boy. Before I go on, I thought we'd have a glass of port just to <laughs> fresh us up. Oh, well, that's something different, of course. Instead of talking about port, as I sometimes do, it'll be nice to drink some for a change. <laughs> well, there you are, my boy, and a, and a Merry Christmas to you. The same to you. And now, what happened next, Doctor? We left you at the children's Christmas party and Sherlock Holmes and Lord Whittacombe around the corner at the Temple of the Octagonal Square. Yes, Mr. Bartell. Although at the time, of course, I had no idea what was going on. There I was, cheerfully handing out gifts worth, well, if not a king's, at least a baronet's ransom. While outside the Temple of the Octagonal Square, Holmes and Lord Whittacombe were talking to Inspector Lestrade of Scotland Yard. And there's the case in a nutshell, Lestrade. Yes, seems to me, Lord you would have been wiser to get in touch with Scotland Yard when you first got the warning note. You could have nabbed him when he came to your house and pinched the sack of presents. Mr. Stroud, this is no time for postmortems. We've got to reach Lou the Lisper before he finds Dr. Watson. Do you suppose he can do that, Holmes? It wouldn't be difficult. Lou the Lisper is nearly as clever as his master, Professor Moriarty. The chances are that you were followed when you came to Baker Street tonight, Whittigam, and it's equally likely that Watson and Mrs. Hudson were followed as they left it. Mariotti seldom leaves anything to chance. Well, where did Dr. Watson go tonight? Uh, 28 Lexington Gardens. It's just around the corner from here. Well, then let's go there at once. Right now, quarry away? No, 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 Lestrade. We must use a little subtlety. Now, Lou the Lisper wishes to recover that sack of presents from Watson. How would he invade the party with the least trouble? By uh, dressing up as Santa Claus again. No, I think he's overplayed that role for one evening. Well, then how would he try to get in, Oh, Mr. come now, Lestrade, come on. One group of people can enter any house on Christmas Eve without invitation and without creating suspicion. The carols. Exactly, my dear fellow. I shouldn't be at all surprised if at this very moment Lou the Lisper and some of his gang are singing carols outside 28 Lexington Gardens. Well, then what are we going to do? Form a rival choral society. How many men did you bring with you? Three. A sergeant and two constables. They're wearing greatcoats, of course. Uh, yes, Mr. Holmes. Good. Well, why? All right, now you wait. They can hide their helmets and pretend to be singers. Come on there. Let's go over and... While we're walking, we'll rehearse our carols. We must appear reasonably convincing. Sound your A, Lestrade. Sound your A. Yes, sir. Come on, let me get on your back. No, no, no. Take it easy. Oh, I want to see a reindeer, Santa. 
Reindeer, they're up in the roof, Bertie. I'll climb up to see them. No, no, you mustn't. They're asleep. Oh, here are the carol singers. Now, don't forget. Don't forget. There you go. That's it. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. And Merry Christmas. Would you like to sing some carols for the children? And after that, I'm sure you'd like a little drop of something to, to warm you up. Oh, thank you, sir. We should like that. Well, I see you before somewhere, my man. No, sir, I'm sure you haven't. Come on, men, let's sing Good King Wentzelet. Good King Wentzelet, let's go on the street up here. Well, here we are outside the house, Mr. Holmes. Now what? Listen. Uh-huh. Through the lisper, and his men are already there. Are we going in now? In a moment. Now, men, you all have your truncheons handy? Yes, Mr. Holmes. Splendid, ready. splendid. Now, remember, when you're inside and I yell, Merry Christmas at the top of my voice, you bring out your truncheons and get Lou the lisper and his gang out of there as quickly as possible. Don't arrest them until you get them outside again, Lestrade. I don't want to frighten the children. All right, sir, Mr. Holmes. We're ready. Just give us the word and we'll go in and get them. <laughs> Singing. And now, how about something to warm you up? Uh, that won't be necessary, Dr. Watson. See to the door, Sammy. Now all of you stay right where you are. Who are you? What do you think you're up to? Please don't be difficult, Doctor. All I want is the jewels out of my sack that you stole from me tonight. If you try and stop me, I shall have to hurt you. <laughs> Why do you talk so funny? Have you got a cold like me? Shut up. Now, Doctor, where are the jewels? Oh, Some more carol fingers outside. Oh, tell him to go. What do you do? No, better let them come in. If we don't, they might get suspicious. All right, Lou. First, you know what you're up to. Now, now, no tricks, Doctor. If you try and give an alarm, I shall have to get rough with well, you. I don't mind about that, but just remember that there are children here. You're going here before us, eh? What shall we all join in a little carol for a nipper, eh? Uh, well, uh, all right. Uh, what, what, what do you want to sing? Uh, how about an uh, old carol angel sing? Uh, all right. Come on, man. Let's sing. Charges. I'll be over in a little while and give evidence. Right, you are, sir. <laughs> too bad we didn't get uh, Professor Moriarty, too. Well, at least we have some of his cohorts. I'll see you later, Lestrade. Oh, I wish I knew what's going on here. Is Moriarty fixed up in this business? Uh, yes, Watson. I'll tell you all about it as, uh, as soon as I straighten this thing out. Oh, Whittingham? Yes, sir. The 20-pound notes that you used as wrapping for your gift seem to have been scattered all over the house. Do you want me to recover those, too? No. From what you've told me of the children, I think their parents could use the money much more profitably than my relatives. In any case, I can replace it. Uh-huh. Very generous Christmas present. Well, children, did you enjoy the little, uh, well, the little game we staged for you? <laughs> It wasn't off, but... Yes, I nearly died laughing when they started hitting each other. <laughs> well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I want you to um, show me your presents, will you? Oh, 
I got geeks to Aaron earrings. Oh, yes, yes. Well, they're, they were a part of the game, too. A nice little girl like you doesn't want silly earrings, Elsie. Here's a beautiful doll for you. Oh, oh nice. Oh. and everything. And what did you get, young man? These. Oh, cufflinks. Good gracious, who wants cufflinks when they can have a clockwork train? You want to exchange? A clockwork train? Lord of a duck, yes. I wanted a dog. There's one for you, Lionel. A nice woolly dog. Oh, cool. He's lovely. And here's a nice big box of chocolates, too. You can you can all share them. Oh, oh Mommy, <laughs> what a nice I ain't had as much fun since Granny got her fingers stuck in the plug hole. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't understand what, what's going on at home, but I, I must say this is all to have the earmarks of a... Have been a very happy Christmas. Yes, Oscar. Mrs. Hudson. Hi, Mr. Holmes. How's the turkey coming along? Oh, it'll be ready in a few minutes, Mr. Splendid. Holmes. While we're waiting, yes, perhaps the children will oblige with something we haven't heard so far this evening. Yes, I know what you mean. A Christmas carol that really sounds convincing. How about it, children? All right, sir. Come on, Elsie. Lionel. Doctor, that was a, twelve, a swell story. On a Christmas Eve like this, do you ever wish you were back in Baker Street celebrating Christmas oh, Day? Oh, at times, yes. But actually, Mr. Bartell, I'm very happy right here in my little home. There on the table is a beautiful little Christmas tree. The fine fire in my fireplace. My two dogs, Monty and Winnie, are sleeping peacefully at my feet. And best of all, I've got the love of every child in the neighborhood. Yes, I have a great deal this Christmas Eve. Lots to be thankful for what were the troubles of the world on their way to being settled? It looks as if this is the brightest Christmas that I've, I've ever had. That's how I feel about it, too, Doctor. I hope that all our friends listening in are just as happy this Christmas Eve as we are. And speaking not only for myself, but I know for all of us and for the Petri family, too, we wish every one of you a happy Christmas from the bottom of our hearts. God rest ye merry, gentlemen. Well, Dr. Watson, next Monday is New Year's Eve. What story do you plan to tell us? Oh, one that I think you'll find extremely appropriate, Mr. Bartell. It takes place in a Scottish castle near Edinburgh on a New Year's Eve in 1900. It concerns a pair of lovers, an elderly baronet, and a strange iron box that proved to be more than worth its weight in gold. <laughs> Tonight's Sherlock Holmes adventure was written by Dennis Green and Anthony Boucher and was suggested by an incident in the Sir Arthur Conan Doyle story, The Adventure of the Blue Carbuncle. Music is by Dean Faulkner. Mr. Rathbone appears through the courtesy of Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer and Mr. Bruce through the courtesy of Universal Pictures, where they are now starring in the Sherlock Holmes series. Wine Company of San Francisco, California, invites you to tune in again next week, same time, same station. Sherlock Holmes comes to you from our Hollywood studio.
This is Harry Bartell saying goodnight for the Petrie family.